hey, hi, um, this is Eli, and I believe this is episode 17, and you know, I've been doing some thinking, um, I was feeling guilty about the Cast Iron Podcast, and that I was too rambly, and I was like, you know, if you've made it this far into this podcast, and you're still listening, or... If you somehow decided to just tune in now, you deserve a little bit of a ramble. You deserve something a little zany. Um, So I think it's time to talk about chocolate cake and um, chocolate cake as a cure for depression or at least a stopgap measure. So, um, here we are, we're driving in the car, I'm totally pooped, oh, let's be honest, we're being honest here, remember, remember, we're gonna be honest, and, um, I'm pooped, totally pooped, it's a long day of, um, glass blowing instructional time, it was really fun, great class, great people, and... Oh, excuse me. Uh-oh. Um, and then I got to go do some cold work tonight. I'm excited about cold working tonight. I think that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I do like cold working. I could put some headphones in and listen to a podcast. I better not listen to myself, though. I'll fall asleep, fall right asleep. Um, actually, last night I was cold working, and I really did. I actually didn't feel like falling asleep. There was a moment that I was standing there, strong abs, centered core flexing my kegels and i was like man i could really just snooze right now right here right now for reals um there was something so mesmerizing and special about cold working and counting my fingers as i do it it's a trick i use to keep my aware of where my fingers are and make sure i got all 10 of them still and i didn't cut any of them off or break any of them or anything keeping track of my fingers I do this on a saw like on a wood saw also um, is look at my fingers and count them you know if you're using them all day on a saw you want to know where they are and you want to make sure you're not cutting them off same with coal working it's less chance of cutting them off but you still could and really you know with cold working what I'll do is what will happen is I'll grind away the nail or sometimes the pad of my finger if they're really cold. And so it's nice to remember to pay attention where my fingers are. Because if I don't pay attention eventually, well, one of those cute little fingers is going to get all messed up. So I was doing that last night. Man, I definitely could have fallen asleep standing up while cold were here. So um, here we are. We're going to talk, we're going to have a relaxing time talking about chocolate cake and my journey of making chocolate cake. Full disclaimer, I'm going to be really honest, I haven't made a chocolate cake in a little while, but you know, I haven't made a book in a while, so I still was able to describe pretty well. I think I can dig up in my deep memory bags just um, what kind of chocolate cake I might make. 
and um, just how delicious it is. Chocolate cake with buttercream frosting. Um, I like a bun pan. I really do like a bun pan. You know, I'm sorry. But I think it's the right place for a chocolate cake to be baked. Um, there's something special happens when you have one of those bump pans with the little ridges on it. And you get these kind of like crispy moments where you got these ridges. And the way they catch the frosting. Wow. I don't know. I feel like I don't even know nobody else that has a bump pan. And nobody else is cooking their dang cakes in a dang bump pan. But... I'm here for it. Um, I really do would prefer a cast iron bump pan, but I think all I have is a aluminum one um, with some sort of magic Teflon coating. Works great. It bakes a cake. I think a cast iron bump pan is really quite possibly the best thing in the world. Uh, so we're going to need a bump pan, Okay. If you don't have one, you got to go get one, okay? You know somebody that's got one, and you can borrow it for just a little bit. You just needed to make one cake. You've been having a sad day. It's time to make a chocolate cake. You know, I feel like there's nothing quite like having a chocolate cake for dinner when you're sad. Because, well, I don't know. You're not going to be sadder when you're done having chocolate cake for dinner. I mean, maybe. Maybe if you do it too much. Maybe if all you do is eat chocolate cake, then it would be sadder. But I feel like chocolate cake for dinner is a good, like... There's something special about putting a really nice cake in the oven and baking it and being and then taking it out and being like, yeah, that's fucking mine. I'm going to fucking eat that shit. You better look out. I'm going to eat this chocolate cake for supper. With some fucking buttercream frosting. God damn it. <laughs> so, um, we need a bump pan. We're going to need some butter. We're going to need some flour. We're going to need some baking soda powder. Um, well, put some salt in there. You can chuck some vanilla in there. It's always good to put vanilla. Ain't never going to hurt to put vanilla in a fancy dish. Um, what else you need? Sugar. You're going to need some sugar. You're going to need a bunch of sugar. And then always forget this, but you also need a bunch more butter and sugar and maybe some milk or cream or something for the buttercream frosting. Uh, and maybe some vanilla in there too. So don't use all your butter in the cake. And then forget to have butter left over for the frosting. Okay crucial i've made that mistake a lot of times not gonna make it again promise Uh, i mean honestly i don't eat dairy anymore so i'm probably not i've been trying to like get back to this chocolate cake i feel like making the chocolate truffles is also another like if you're really sad you should make some chocolate truffles with the cake on the side and so we'll go over that too, how to make truffles. Kind of maybe while we're making this cake, we can make some truffles. Um, it's really, we're just melting chocolate and butter. And that's kind of the whole exercise. You're just melting chocolate and butter. It's important. So what kind of chocolate do you have? Um, if you got chocolate, melty chocolate and bars, we can work with that. Is it baking chocolate or it's just semi-sweet, regular chocolate? We can work with that. Is it just powdered chocolate? You know what? 
we can also work with that. That's totally great. Um, that does a great job. Um, in some ways, you might want to go to the store, but if possible, I feel like the best thing about a chocolate cake for supper is not going to the store. Um, so, and for me, I've always had all these ingredients kind of in the kitchen. Uh, but sometimes I need to go get some chocolate or milk or cream or butter, or a bunch of those things. So that's okay too. Don't feel sad. You already feel sad enough about other stuff. Don't feel sad about not having the right chocolate cake ingredients. Eggs too. You're going to want some eggs for this chocolate cake. All right. I don't know. I mean, do you really want eggs for chocolate cake? I feel like I can't really not put eggs. If I'm baking something, I'm just going to put eggs in it. I probably shouldn't put so many eggs in so many things, but we're going to put some eggs in there, all right? And um, maybe that's part of my problem. So, look, if you don't got eggs, you can use mayonnaise. Do you know that trick? Mayonnaise and... Um, instead of eggs and oil or eggs and butter, that's a dang, that's a dang moment. And that's a real emotion, but I'll tell you what, from here on the other side, mayonnaise chocolate cake is also really, really fucking good. Um, so don't let anybody tell you it ain't. And it's just, it's all the things you want to eat, eggs and salt and oil. So get in there. Now let's start with two cups of flour that's always really straightforward that's pretty easy that's probably going to fill your bun pan it's great um your dries you're going to want to put your uh baking powder how about baking powder you know the thing about baking soda is it can go sideways like it's just hard to tell if your baking soda is any good baking powder will go sideways too but Baking soda, I don't know. It's like hit or miss. And so baking powder, maybe it's not going to be as jumpy as baking soda and not going to give you that leavening you always wanted. But it's more consistent, I've found. The baking powder, maybe it's going to add a little more bitter to it. But if we want it really fluffy, you can put four teaspoons of baking powder in there and it's fine. It's fine. Um, you could put a teaspoon of baking soda. You could do a little half and half. You could put a little more baking soda if you're not sure if this stuff is good or if it's old. But then you're like not really sure, and that takes some really. Then you taste it. But look, you're baking, so it's okay. You can put in as much baking soda or powder as you want, or as little. And maybe you don't want to put very much. Maybe you don't want it so fluffy. Maybe there's something about when it gets so fluffy, it can kind of dry out. And so maybe you want to go heavier on the oil, butter, chocolate routine and make it a little gooier and go shy. But I've found two cups of flour and four teaspoons of baking powder will put you right in the zone. And if you really want to get it to kick off, you might want to put some lemon juice in there. Um, supposedly lemon juice will help with the, cause it's the acid, it's the citric acid that's going to kick with the baking powder, um, and the sodium bicarbonate. 
and but the baking powder has also got some stuff in it and it will it'll do its thing it's fine it's baking powder it's baking soda it's whatever um so you're alone and you're really focused on the chocolate right now and what you want to do is you want to get some flour in a bowl put some salt in there put some baking soda or baking powder in there it doesn't matter and then now are you do are you using chocolate that is powdered because at this point you could just put the powdered chocolate in there how much powdered chocolate do you have maybe you want to put you know a half a cup or a cup in there maybe you're feeling emotional about this cake and you want it to be popping off so then you're also going to want to put some sugar in there and now it depends on that powder if it's like a cocoa powder and it's got a lot of sugar in it maybe you don't want to put as much sugar maybe you just want a half a cup or a cup of sugar maybe you want to put like some crazy like two cups of sugar you really can get away with like a quarter cup or a half cup of sugar they don't tell you this in business school but the truth is you don't need too much sugar but also the truth is you're making a chocolate cake for dinner so you can put as much damn sugar in there as you want so put two cups of sugar in there put four cups of cocoa powder in there and stir it up get your dries all mixed together you know you want to have your dries all mixed up um now we're gonna start getting it wet and now here's where things get exciting because we could be melting some butter and if we got chocolate that needs to be melted we could be melting some chocolate in there and we could be doing that on a double boiler or you could just be carefully doing it on a pan um i love to do it in a cast iron because you can kind of heat it and it'll hold the heat a bit and it'll kind of you could get away with warming it and not roasting things um but you can also definitely roast it in that so double boiler works great put it in double boiler put some butter in there put a stick of butter in there do you got four sticks of butter put a stick and a half put two sticks in there it ain't gonna hurt you um well maybe it will but um melt your butter and now you're gonna want to put some chocolate in there and put as much chocolate as you can fit in there um this delicious (laughs) This cake is going to be so fucking good. <laughs> um, so now you want to put some more chocolate in there. You got your butter and you got your chocolate in there. You know, okay, so if you put your dries in there, if you had dry chocolate, then you would put the sugar in there. But if you're melting but the... If you're melting the chocolate you could put your sugar in with this you could cream it in with the butter um you could get everything melted you could also like warm up but i think you can just microwave your butter a little bit like 15 seconds maybe 10 12 seconds really i think 15 is too many seconds especially that microwave so just do it for 10 seconds and then your butter is creamable then you can mix in your sugar and you know, I think it's really fun to cream. Um, 
it's really fun to cream your butter and it's fun to add sugar to it and it's delicious and i think the main reason you want to cream your butter with the sugar is because it's delicious i don't i'm not sold if it's making that much different in the way that things are baking um but it sure is delicious so because if you're gonna put your butter and your cream together you are gonna take a spoon you're gonna stick it in there and you're gonna eat it um and so you could cream your butter or now here's where we're gonna get into truffles because we're getting into trouble with truffles because the deal is if we're doing some melty butter double broiler chocolate sugar there is no reason not to also make truffles in fact there's lots of reasons to make truffles and in this case you might want to just be making a separate batch of creamy butter sugar chocolate um you might want to like whip up a bunch of extra and for a truffle generally what i'll want to do and now this is just some like homemade i'll be making these truffles and you ain't gonna tell me how to make truffles truffle um i like to go you know you're softening i'm softening the chocolate getting some fancy ass chocolate that's really hard and crunchy and i'm softening it up by adding a bunch of butter to it and so then it becomes softer as it once the butter once things start to cool now you could use unsalted butter that might be a good way to go but you can also use salted butter and i'm gonna tell you what it's delicious it's chocolate and it's butter. You ain't gonna tell me it ain't. Um, well, maybe you will, but I can't hear you. Um, so, you got some butter and you got some chocolate, and they're together. And maybe you wanna make some truffle batch that is. Um, more chocolate than butter but then you're going to add some more butter to, to that and then you're making your chocolatey butter syrup for your cake because remember we're also making a cake don't forget about that don't get distracted by these truffles and how delicious they are um and so you're going to mix in some more butter. And here's maybe you want to count a stick of butter or something or whatever or not. Um, and figure out how much butter you're making so that you're making an appropriate amount of butter chocolate ratio for your chocolate cake. Um, which the appropriate ratio is a lot of both of them. So make sure you put a lot of butter and chocolate in there. And you can see why you might want to keep a lot of chocolate in your cupboard, just in case you're going to have this. And anytime you go to the grocery store, you might want to get butter, salted and unsalted, because you never know which one you're going to want. And you might want to make a decision and say, you know what, I'm going to do unsalted truffles and I'm going to make a batch of unsalted butter chocolate and 
You could also put some cream in there. It's not going to hurt to put cream in there. When I'm doing a truffle, sometimes maybe I'm just putting cream. I forgot about this. Just putting cream in with the chocolate. Or it's butter and cream. Or maybe it's just cream or maybe it's just butter. They're all going to be delicious. Because you could take your really fancy chocolate and you could just soften it with some cream and not even butter. But then you're going to have to be careful not to get it too soft because if you get it too soft then you might have to turn it into something like chocolate buttercream frosting which is also not going to be that sad because then you're going to be using it for frosting so now you got a bunch of chocolate frosting and you're going to put some powdered sugar in there to thicken it up turn it into frosting um, and you can see why you're not going to be sad now with all this chocolate you might have a bellyache but you're not going to be sad so now we got our dry ingredients and we got some crazy wet ingredient thing going on and maybe you cream some sugar in there just because it's so fun to cream your sugar into your butter and but there's don't don't put sugar in both of them or if you do just be careful because you can over sugar this thing all right you can do it and you don't need to do that so cream butter sugar and chocolate and then your dries you got some baking things in there flour baking soda baking powder and then We're going to mix it. I think we should, we got to get these eggs involved. We got to get the eggs involved. So we're going to need to get the yolks into that wet, creamy mess. We don't want to put the yolks in there if it's too hot. Okay. You want to get it warm to melt and do all that. And you want to mix in your yolks, but you don't want to be mixing them in and thickening them up. We're not making, um, what do you call it when you do that with your egg yolks? Um, we're not making that stuff custard. We're not making custard. Um, and, you know, I just out of habit, I love to separate my egg whites and yolks. And I love to whoop the whites. So it's we're going to whoop our whites. Um, we're going to whoop them and we're going to whoop them good. And we might even put some vanilla in there because that's a great place to put the vanilla. And you're going to mix your yolks into your creamy butter chocolate. And then you got another bowl going here where you're going to whoop your whites. And if you're feeling feisty, you're going to whoop your whites with a fork. And you're going to tell everybody, you look, look you in the eye while I whoop your whites with a fork. And you're going to give them a good whooping and make them fluffy and hold the peak with a fork. But that's pretty feisty. So you might want a whisk or you might want an electronic device that would turn your whites into a peaky delight. And now, get your whites, get your creamy bowl, and you got your dries. And 
it feels like it's time to put them together, right? I think we might want to... You know, here's the tricky part. Maybe you want to put some milk in with the dries and mix them together. Maybe, like, you could do your creamy butter surprise and you could put that in with your dries and add some milk in there. You could start your milk into the dries in there and then put in your butter you could put the milk in with the butter and the cream and the chocolate and then put that into your cake you could just use cream you could just use yogurt um you can do all sorts of surprising things to a chocolate cake and you know it's going to come out surprisingly the same because you're mixing all these things together um so what you don't want to do is like mix up your wets with your dries and get that baking powder going but then not like but then not get it baking because that's where you kind of want to go to town you want to get these things together and do its leavening and that's when you're putting it in the oven um so let's put the milk let's put a cup of milk in with our dries huh what do you say about that is that crazy i think it's crazy so that's what we're gonna do because we're alone and we're making chocolate cake for dinner and you ain't gonna tell me not to so i'm gonna pour some milk into that flour mix it up a bit and it's looking good now i'm gonna take a rubber spatula i'm gonna dump in that chocolatey excitement and we're gonna mix that in get that good nice and mixed and it's all exciting and battery and here's where like you could like you know you can vary that how wet did you get it how much cream did you put in your chocolate maybe you don't even want to put any milk in there maybe you just put a little bit of milk in your chocolate and then you mix it in there maybe you want a thicker batter i feel like i started tending towards a thicker batter was giving me a better result of like a gooey dense thickness and if i put too much juice in there then i'd end up with something that was maybe a little more fluff like a little more holes in it but then would end up being a little drier um i was finding that just more um oil or butter and chocolate was a better way to go and that it would just make it more of the things um more moist more chocolatey more rich and dense but some of this is going to be how you bake it and how much you know the leavening is also it's going to make a difference the leavening this aggressive leavening that i did we might regret that you know um but since you haven't since you're doing this in your mind right now and you're falling asleep when you actually go to make this cake, you can take all this information, you can make this cake correctly instead of incorrectly. But for now, um, you're gonna mix in your wets in there, and then you get them all folded in. Well, 
folding in is really what we're going to do with the egg whites. Because you got to fold in your egg whites. That's the way you apply egg whites to things. So you got all your ingredients mixed together. And then you're going to take some egg whites. And they've been whooped. They got some vanilla. You might want to whoop them one last time because they kind of settled out the bottom there a little bit. So give them one more whooping. And then fold those in. And that is also where I feel like that's part of the leavening because the egg whites also can kick the baking soda or powder. And um, so you're going to fold it in and it should be going to the bump pan. You already greased your bump pan good. Either aisle it or buttered it. And you might just want to butter the heck out of it. So there's a nice and crispy bunch of butter all over inside those little ridges. And I don't know. Maybe we just want a half a teaspoon of baking soda. Maybe that's the whole issue here. So now we're going to dump it into that bump pan. And this is the part where you're going to be careful about dumping it in there and just getting it in there right into the bump pan, but not all up the sides and being careful. And filling that pan in just right. Oh, it looks so good. It tastes so good. Um, it's okay to taste it. It's good for you. You know, this is craft. You're doing dangerous stuff here. You can eat some batter. You're crazy. You're being dangerous. You're eating chocolate cake for dinner. Okay. Now, let's get that dang thing in the oven. So, put it in the oven. It's in the oven now. Um, did you set your oven to 375? Sure. That sounds great. Put it in there at 375. Eh, it's a little hot. Maybe turn it down in 10 minutes to like 325 or something, you know? Um... But maybe you want it hot. Maybe you want to get a little crisp on there. Maybe you want to take it out a little early and it's a little gooey on the inside. That's okay, too. Um, I don't know. I think you should take it out a little early and a little gooey. So let's leave it at 375. And you're going to bake it. And then you need to make some frosting. And also, you got those truffles that you were thinking about. And whether you started them or not, you're going to make some more now. And you're going to make some frosting with butter and cream. And really, for a good butter cream, you can just... It's just a bunch of powdered sugar and some butter. And a little bit of milk and maybe and or cream to soften it up. <sighs> Excuse me. Give yourself a little wiggle room there. Um. Oh, this sounds really good. I'm very excited about this. Can't wait to eat this. But um, we also got chocolate. If we got powdered chocolate, you can mix it in in that buttercream way. If you got m melty chocolate, you could sub in a little bit of like you could not put as much butter and put more chocolate. If you got powdery chocolate you could just maybe put a little less sugar in there um and just use the powdery chocolate especially if it's 
cocoa powder with sugar in there, then you don't need as much sugar. It might, depending on some of the cocoa powders, I feel like they'd be making it a little gritty. Like, they have the sugars in them that are not powdered sugar. And I don't know, man. This powdered sugar stuff, confectioner sugar is magic stuff. How does it work? Why does it do that? Um, I've powdered sugar in a coffee grinder and it makes magic powdered sugar but I've and it, and it seems like when you're making buttercream frosting then it's like really melting in there but really like when you use regular sugar it just does not do the same so huh there's some magic voodoo happening there we're gonna have to do some investigating about powdering our sugars self-powdering of sugars I feel like it's an important investigation mission um alright now we gotta get this frosting maybe get some sort of frosting done you know we're losing steam we're already pooped it was a long day we're making chocolate cake we're sad it's funny but we're still sad and we gotta get this thing out of the oven. We gotta get some frosting on it. We're probably gonna fall asleep without actually eating any cake for dinner because we had so much frosting. Um, but the good news is we're gonna wake up and have chocolate cake because really getting that buttercream frosting onto that cake, ooh wee, it is such a fine art of getting that frosting warm enough to dump on there and the cake, really, you got to wait like an hour or two for it to cool down to be able to get that creamy frosting on there and not have it all just pour off the side. Um, that's definitely a fine art. So maybe we're just going to have truffles for dinner, which is also okay. Um, so we got some chocolate and some butter and cream stuff that we put in the fridge. While we were, oh jeez, while we were making the cake, and so that's in the fridge, um, and so we can let we can pull that out, and we can see if that's like is that getting thick and pasty? Like you think you could roll it out into little nuggets if you're careful, because um, you could do that. You could get that stuff out and take a little spoonful. And roll it into a little nugget. And it's like not, you're going to, if it's working right, it's going to, as soon as you start touching it, it's going to get too soft. And so you're just going to be able to carefully kind of pat it in and maybe then roll it into powdered sugar or cocoa powder. And that is kind of your, like, dry ingredient on the outside to soften up. Or maybe if you're even fancy, you could do nut, um, cut up crushed nuts on there. And so, you got some truffle scoops you got going. And at this point, you're just, like, you're giving up on dinner because you're just, you got to eat truffle butter chocolate by the spoonful you know 
And there ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? You had a long day. You've been working hard. You deserve to eat a bunch of chocolate and not be told nothing by nobody. And now it's time to get the cake out of the oven. And we got some sort of frosting thing going. You know, you could put that cake in the freezer or the fridge and try to cool it down faster. It's really not going to cool down much faster. It's so dense and delicious. And how long do we leave it in there? I don't know. Half hour, 40 minutes maybe? Like maybe not too long, you know? So that it's got a little goo to it. This is it's personal preference, you know? You might want it really gooey. You might not want it very gooey at all. And that's okay, too. Um, it's okay to let it be a little gooey. You might need to put an asterisk next to it when you put it on the menu about consuming raw food. Um, but otherwise, it's going to be just fine. Okay. So now you got your cake cut out of the oven. Oh, boy. Well. I told you I was pooped, dude. I told you I was really poops. Um, and then we got a cake. We got some truffle butter. We got some frostings. And we're, you know what you can do now? Because the cake's too hot to put frosting on there, especially a bite cake. Because if you put frosting on there, it will just dump off the side. So now you can just take a slice of that cake while it's until hot. And maybe you could even make a little frosting sandwich. So you're going to cut two slices of cake and you're going to put some frosting in between them and get a little um, spicy cake sandwich going. Because you're in charge. And that's the important thing. Is that you're in charge of eating cake and being in charge of yourself, which is important to have cake for dinner. And you can see by this whole process that you get to the end of it, you're not going to be more sad. You might think that you're ridiculous. You might think that it's just you've gone too far but you'll be slightly amused with yourself and you'll be kind of full and maybe have a bellyache um, maybe you should eat some ham too or something do you have any ham um, you could also make some eggs and bacon that's a good one to go with chocolate cake in the night um, but you got the cake you've already cut into it and you're dipping it in the frosting and you're making some cake and you're making some cake sandwiches with frosting and you're eating truffles and they're delicious. And you know, you're all right. What do you got to do? You got breakfast figured out tomorrow. You're going to have chocolate cake. So you're feeling good about that. You should probably go to bed because you just had the most insane meal and it's time to just sleep that one off. Um, and then you're going to get some good sleep, which is important because if you're not getting good sleep, ain't nothing going to go right. So 
drink a bunch of water, brush your teeth, and you can go to sleep now. You did a good job. You had cake. You didn't do anything crazy. Drank a bunch of water. You didn't go out to the club. You okay. You're all right. And that is, I think, a great stopgap measure for depression. Because I tell you what, I ain't no cure for depression. Um, But it's a way to hold yourself at bay while the hounds of your mind pound at you. Um, Or at least... For somebody as crazy as me, it's been okay. I don't know. Maybe it's not going to work for you. Maybe it's going to drive you bonkers. Maybe this is the most terrible idea I've ever had. Um, But it's entertaining. And it definitely got me through years of confusion about who I am and why and what I'm doing and why I'm working so hard and why I'm trying to learn so many things. Um, Gave me something to think about. And then showing up at work the next day with a bunch of truffles, that never hurt nobody. Um, Having some cake. You know, it's a good memory. So, somebody sent me some chocolate cake for my birthday. And I've been eating chocolate cake at night. I didn't make it. It's way better than any chocolate cake. It's crazy ass chocolate cake that I just made. <laughs> uh, and so I've been eating some chocolate cake and it's been pretty good, you know? It's been reminding me of all the crazy chocolate cakes that I've made. Um, I'm glad that you decided to listen to this episode about chocolate cake and depression. I think it's an important one to get to, and I think it was good for me to get through. It's a good drive to my next job. Um, I'm going to do some glass grinding and maybe have a little tuna snack. Chief might like a little tuna snack, too. I got some carrots. I got some delicious carrots. I got some applesauce. I think I'm down to, like, the last applesauce jar, which reminds me I need to tell you about making applesauce. Um, because we need to jar up some applesauce. Because, you know, another cure for depression is to eat more applesauce. So we got some applesauce coming up. We need to do some more flame working and gathering. I want to talk to you about gathering hot glass because I think that I can really get you inside the furnace in my mind or at least I can ramble on for an hour about gathering hot glass out of the furnace so um, I suppose that's that and that's what we gotta do Um, I'm really glad that you've made it this far and that you've listened to this Um, I think it's uh, helpful for us both you know what I mean Um, I'm glad we could both be honest here with each other about this. I'm going to take exit 42A here, 980 to 24, Walnut Creek. I'm going to get in the right lane. 
And then I think I'm going to take 19B after that. Maybe 19C. But, uh... Heck. Thanks for listening. You know? It means a lot to me. Um, love you a lot. Talk to you soon. Just send a message. Bye for now.